0: It's Izzy Eze
1: along with Tembi,
0: and welcome to Somewhat Grown, a podcast about adulting from 220 somethings, just figuring it out
1: and embracing the process.
0: You are tuning in to episode three, part two on boundaries. Be sure to check out part one if you haven't already. We hope you enjoy. Have you had any kind of good examples of people setting boundaries? Like, have you seen anyone set really good boundaries and thought about? how can I do that in my life as well?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. Have I seen anyone set good boundaries? Like, do you think? I think because, yeah. Mm, go no, on. Go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I want to I hear the rest of that so <laughs> that I can contextualize my answer.
0: Because I was thinking about I don't think all of us, especially in our 20s, I think we're really trying to learn how to learn so many different things that we weren't taught about. And I assume I'm just Mm -hmm. assuming that when you were younger, maybe you didn't have didn't know how to talk about your boundaries as much. And I'm assuming there was some sort of shift in your 20s. So I'm trying to figure out when that happened. Was it because of someone else that you saw? You know, was it a role model or was it just how did you figure that out? Do you know what I'm saying? Hmm.
1: It's really interesting because I think when we were thinking, when I was thinking about this topic before, mm-hmm. some of my experiences of like uh, growing up at church came up a lot. Really? Because that's a space where I feel like the topic of boundaries is quite in my face, just in okay. like small ways from, you know, someone hugging you to greet you after a church service, but you don't yeah. know them. And actually, I don't really feel comfortable with you hugging me. Really? To, um, all the boundaries that i think i internalized from what i had been taught at church around um yeah. even things like um you know they talk so much about relationships and dating mm-hmm. and i remember <laughs> um there would be like uh you know like tips and and different things that would be shared on on how to i guess maintain boundaries around that yeah and um things around like how long you speak on the phone to oh. someone um you know late in the evening is, is not good so Ooh. I think growing up with a lot of that I think definitely gave me a lot of in- I internalized a lot about boundaries okay. and I do think in some ways it was helpful like at uni I most of my friends are guys um and most of them I think I I made at uni Mm -hmm. um like close friends and I think being able to have boundaries within those relationships worked really well and I think it was Mm -hmm. quite reciprocal in the sense that we both kind of respected that you know we're we're friends and um yeah we might not talk as often as someone who are people who are more than friends would mm-hmm. if that makes sense what well, was it because um, they
0: got gu- do you mean because they're guys that you had more boundaries than if they were women like female friends
1: to an extent yeah okay. I definitely feel like um I mean yeah I wouldn't you know change in front of a guy friend mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I say that because mm-hmm. I <laughs> not everyone is you know on that page but you know on yeah. on a personal level that's not something I would do yeah I'm not um, getting
0: changed in front of you I'm too fine <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to cause that I don't want to you that can't stress.
1: handle all you, of you it. you
0: can't handle it
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but go on um but I it, it definitely has varied from like friend To friend or guy friend to guy friend, just depending on where they're at as well. I've had to know be aware of Mm. what their boundaries are and how to respect them, and what might be cool with one guy friend in terms of you know like I don't know, just like conversations we can have may not Mm -hmm. be with someone else. Mm -hmm. So I think it's I yeah I feel like that's one that's that seems to have worked, and I think I've learned a lot from from that because it's different to girlfriends. Yeah, um, just because I have to think a little bit more about some things um very true yeah what about you um
0: as you were speaking I was thinking about just the word friendship in itself like I feel like there there are boundaries around that word for me definitely um because I just can't call everyone my friend and I find it Mm. a bit awkward and complicated if other people think that I'm their friend um and I think that's kind of a boundary <laughs> for me oh is that awkward uh it, I, I it's a kind of a boundary I'm for not me.
1: your friend like, <laughs> you think of... yes do you remember my wife and kids Yeah. therapist
0: I'm not you your remember? friend <laughs> no my wife and kids yeah. was it for me um yeah so uh I think I'm trying to figure out how how to navigate with that because like I don't know if it's a thing of maybe I'm just more um it takes me a while to open up Or if it's maybe a thing of just on their side, they're trying too hard. Like it could be both, a bit of both, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's right for me to just say, I'm not your friend, literally to your face, but mentally, internally, (laughs) (laughs) internally, I just don't consider you my friend because there are certain things that come along with that, Um, expectations Mm -hmm. that I might have. And if you sort of don't uphold those expectations, then I feel sad. And then it's, then I ask myself, why did you even, why didn't you have that boundary up in the first place? Now you're upset because they didn't say happy birthday or they didn't see if you got home safely or, you know, things like that. Mm, um, mm. Whereas with other people, maybe they're just, hey, everyone's my friend. But that word itself is is quite big for me. It re- is very big for me. Like, I don't have many friends. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I have a lot. Definitely. Of, yeah. I have a lot of acquaintances, but yeah. Um, and I guess I'd also say just with... Um, My name which is very weird like I have boundaries around my name as well um Mm. so like my name is Isabel of course but my kind of stage name is Izzy like Izzy Ezza and I feel Mm -hmm. very strangely about who calls me Izzy and who calls me Isabel um and and even with Mm. you Tembi I remember recently I was like can you call me Isabel like rather than Izzy because you're closer to me like when people (laughs) you remember that it was a couple years ago
1: um I do remember
0: yeah how did you feel about that when I said that because
1: I was just like I don't know
0: she's just closer to me I feel like she should call me Isabel because my family (laughs) call me Isabel um yeah I don't know (laughs)
1: um how I felt about it you know that meme of the like chubby black boy and he's holding a cup and he's got like side eyes yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's how I felt did you (laughs) it just felt like everything was cool and then something happened and then I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) um I think that emoji describes how I felt Mm -hmm. but I think I mean once you explained it I understood because when I first met you I think I remember being introduced to you as Izzy and obviously then knew you being like a vlogger and and Mm -hmm. um kind of got to know you through that as well as Izzy Yeah. And always referred to you as that. So it was always like, mm. oh, yeah, this is Izzy. And then she was like, I, and then you said, actually, I prefer Isabel. Mm. And then I was like, oh, should I have not been saying Izzy then? <laughs> um, I think yeah. that's how I felt more than okay. anything. I'm like, have I been saying the wrong thing this whole time? <laughs> no. But then when you explained that it's more a reflection of, you know, that's what your family call you. Yeah. And then I didn't know that at the time. So mm. that, and that made sense to me yeah um but it's interesting it's interesting the things that we we kind of um have boundaries around and yeah mm-hmm. it was that's yeah it mm-hmm. was interesting learning that from you
0: no definitely it's it's very funny because um yeah the people that call me isabel are like my close friends and family and then also my colleagues um I prefer Isabel just with my colleagues. I'm like, that is my name technically. Um, but then when it comes to anything mm. that is to do with music or acquaintances, then yeah, call me Izzy, it's fine. And I guess that's just kind of how I differentiate it in my head of how close I am to somebody, um, apart from work, of course, where they call me Isabel. But um, it was very awkward just going like, oh guys, do you mind if I, cause I didn't want it to come across as though previously you guys really just annoyed me for calling me a different name like it wasn't even that at all I think it was just a shift in my brain where I just thought yeah I don't know I just prefer this I prefer this going forward if possible like if you ever call me Izzy I'm not going to cry about it like my other friends sometimes call me Izzy but yeah I, w- I didn't give yeah. Izzy wasn't given to me <laughs> like I remember moving to Essex from Wood Green when I was like seven and then, mm. um, yeah, so I went to, to secondary school, uh, to primary school and they'd say, what's your name? Oh, Isabel. And then, OK, Izzy. And then all of a sudden we have all of these people calling me Izzy. Um, and I don't know. I didn't know if it was like a white thing, mm. because when I was in Wood Green, nobody like nobody called me Izzy. And it was more of a black, Asian and white school. As Soon as I got to the white school, everyone oh, is Izzy, Izzy, okay. Izzy. Yeah. And then just from there, just ever since I was seven years old, it kind of stuck. So, yeah, I think maybe it was a reclaiming thing. I so It just
1: like, happened.
0: It just happened yeah. i have never it
1: sounds like Go ahead. yeah i was gonna say it sounds like um it, it's yeah like you said it sounds like a reclaiming because mm. at seven it, you move and then there's no agency around mm. actually it's isabel yeah. and then it all just kind of takes over so i i definitely understand that reclaiming yeah. for sure for sure
0: but then I just sort of thought, is the really fun name anyway. Like Izzy Eze, it just kind of works for when I'm performing and singing and stuff. So I'm also cool with it in, in that sense, but maybe not in a more personal level. Um, but yeah. What about you? Have mm. you had any thoughts of that with your mm. name? Because your name is longer than Tembi, of course. Like, has that been a boundary or is that just to make it easier? Yes.
1: Um, it's different with my name because I don't want it to be butchered. <laughs> um, <laughs> my full name's is Tembilisha. I, I love mm. my name. I'm proud of it. Um, mm. But not everyone can say it. Mm. Um, but at home, everyone calls me Lisha, which is yeah, the other half of it. Mm. So it is quite. I think it is that I understand that sense of having a group of people who know you differently mm. uh, by one name than a group of people who know you by another. Mm-hmm. Because at home, yeah, everyone and even like my mum and sister will call me Lisha, and I remember oh, wow. um, feeling weird sometimes when my mum would call me Tembi. And it, it would kind of be like, why are you referring to what me by doing? a name that, mm. yeah, it, that definitely feels weird. It's like, wh- what are we doing? Are we around people? Are we around companies? Mm-hmm. This is this why you're saying Tembi? Because everyone else will refer to me as that because that's the name they can pronounce generally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I definitely I definitely relate to that. But I don't think I'm as boundaried with it. As long as you can say it, I don't mind. Mm. Um, mm. But it's more just like pronounce it say it if you can pronounce it yeah, yeah. basically wow, fair enough. um I think um I was just gonna say I think I was thinking about other things that I have boundaries around that maybe um like similar with your name like might need a bit of explaining if people don't know mm-hmm. automatically mm-hmm. um and I definitely feel like I I probably have that with like how I spend my my time okay. um so like i have certain days where i'll literally like and i've always had this where i'll have at least a day in the week where i won't be contactable to people unless maybe it's my mom and you know it's it's maybe urgent but there Mm. i find i've always found that i need to like retreat into Mm. myself sometimes for a day or a weekend or a couple of days Mm -hmm. and just literally not be available to anyone in any way yeah um and that's always come from a deep sense of just sometimes I feel like when I'm talking to other people and interacting with them I'm almost like uh I don't know not it sounds really bad to say it but like being diluted oh wow (laughs) and then um and then I just need to connect with myself just to kind of um be fully recharged again I think it's just introvert vibes to be honest yeah
0: yeah it sounds like it no definitely no definitely I hear that I hear that I think um yeah part of my I guess is it boundaries is just I respect people that don't expect me to respond to their messages all the time like so quickly I mean Mm. um because I just can't and I guess that's my mini form of retreat um I could have like 10 messages and I'm like I I just I cannot like I I can't Mm. respond to you right now like it might take me a day or so um
1: mm.
0: and the people that don't have like a like don't get really angry about it those are the ones i'm like okay you guys are my friends friends like i know that this is cuz like you know me and it's not because i don't like you or anything it's just because it's important for us to put ourselves first in many respects um so that we're able to give our whole selves to to other people mm-hmm. um, mm. because if we can't do that then that's that's where all the gossiping comes about all the you know everyone is just kind of angry but not really saying why they're angry. It's because your boundaries have been crossed and you haven't been able to state it mm. to them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you just you just continue in that cycle. So uh, we're really trying to unlearn that trying to break break that um but I guess what would you kind of take one thing that you would kind of take away from today if we're gonna wrap up slightly.
1: Yeah. I guess I was just trying to circle back to leftovers. Okay. And that thing on um, boundaries being related to self-care. Yeah. Maybe it's just, don't treat yourself like leftovers. Ooh. You know?
0: Debbie, you're speaking Be,
1: be them you you're the main, you're the starter, you're the first and foremost. Wow. And Come on, see poet. I poets. think. <laughs> oh. I think it's just like um. Yeah, like you're saying, when you don't do that, then that's when the resentment comes. Yeah. That's when you find yourself stuck in Zoom meetings you don't need to be in, and wasting <laughs> your own time. Yes, um or just end up being in a really weird, confusing situation. Mm-hmm. We didn't even get into that. Mm, um <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Yes. But just yeah, don't don't treat yourself like leftovers. I think wow. that's something I will try and remember from this conversation how about you
0: oh my goodness I agree I agree don't treat yourself like leftovers I think um there's two things for me I would just say practice your boundaries like practice speaking about your boundaries and stating your boundaries um And then don't feel bad about stating them because sometimes you state them and then you backtrack. I'm really sorry. What I really meant was this. And you ruin the whole thing. Yes. You know, so like don't
1: apologize.
0: Don't apologize for it. Just I think that's I'm talking to myself, you know, as well. Um, Not apologizing, Mm -hmm. not feeling bad. That's kind of what I'm working on. And then um, more so on the side of like the situationship thing. It's like even when you state your boundaries and you kind of backtrack, just um, kind of embrace it not embrace it but I'm trying to say um don't beat yourself up about it is, is what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say because I guess partially what we're doing in this podcast is you know we talk about unlearning learning and also embracing the process um and I'm mm-hmm. really trying to embrace the process right now sometimes I do state my boundaries in situationships and then I backtrack and then I do something completely different to what I really wanted to do which was like uphold everything that I said and um it can almost sometimes yeah. make you feel like oh really am I really this person and all of these things circle in your mind and you have to kind of stop yourself and say like you're a human being it's okay like you you practiced it it didn't work we're going to practice it again and at some point you're going to get it right Mm. um so yeah that's Mm. what I would say
1: it's a process
0: definitely definitely
1: I agree with that yeah if I if I can like I feel like mine was a little bit silly but just to kind of piggyback off of that too um I think it's also about that thing of um, permission and Mm -hmm. and um, when you state your boundaries um, rather than waiting from for the other person give yourself permission rather I should say I should give myself more permission Mm -hmm. to state my boundaries and I think I'm trying to be better at that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I think sometimes with boundaries the the resentment comes when you realize that someone stepped on yours but you don't have the language or Mm -hmm. the sense of Um, connection with yourself to even be able to articulate it and I think um, if anyone like has has struggled with that I think it's important to realize that a boundary has to be for you and set by you Mm. it can't be something that you wait for the other person to do and that's something I've definitely had to learn Um, so yeah definitely about giving myself permission to set boundaries because it's not going to come from anywhere else
0: wow and on that note (laughs) thank you guys so (laughs) much for tuning in no honestly that was that was deep that was
1: powerful thank you again for listening uh to our third episode let us know what you think. Um, what do boundaries mean to you? How have you been learning or learning about them in your 20s or mm-hmm. afterwards? Tell us. You can email us on somewhatgrown at gmail.com. If you have any comments or questions or even ideas on other things we can talk about, we're yeah. here to involve you and we want to hear from you. Um, we're also on Instagram and Twitter um, on underscore somewhatgrown so get in touch follow us and um also individually um you can find me on twitter and instagram too as temby rain and izzy
0: and yeah you can find me on all socials um it's izzy ez so i t s i double z y e z e thanks
1: for listening and tune in next time bye bye